sailing for Palestine. Maybe they will take me with them. Maybe they won't hate me as they hate us here. Please be safe. Tell Mama I love her. That's the sound of the actor playing Sophie Shoham in a new animated film called Sophie and Jacob. The creator is 18-year-old Max Shoham of Toronto, and the film is about his great-grandparents' escape as refugees from Romania on the eve of the Second World War and their perilous voyage to Palestine in 1939. Sophie and Jacob has already won awards at loads of international film festivals, and now it's debuting July 9th to 22nd on CBC Gem, where you can watch it as part of the Future of Film Showcase. Max Shoham started making the film when he was in grade 11, he wants to bring attention to the plight of refugees today, Jewish or not, plus wanting to tell his own great-grandparents' story since they didn't really talk about it, and now they're gone. Even in Romania, like as, until they left, they, they suffered um, uh, basically pogroms, um, violence, anti-Semitism, alienation. So even though like I feel privileged that they survived and they found a beauty together, um, I do think it's vastly important to share the story to the, uh, like, to the um, memories of the Holocaust. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Thursday, July 8th, 2021. Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Despite his young age, Max Shoham's been making films since he was a little boy growing up in Toronto, but this is his most ambitious project. He drew each frame himself, he coloured it, he filmed it, he edited it all, he had two voice actors to play the roles of his father's real grandparents, Sophie and Jacob Shoham. The Shohams didn't know each other in Romania, but with growing anti-Semitism there on the eve of the Second World War, they each separately decided to join the illegal movement of about half a million European Jews to Palestine. It was known as Aliyah Bet. They met on board the Greek cargo ship, but the British turned the ship away off Haifa, and the refugees then spent months sailing around the Mediterranean looking for a place to land. Coming up, Max Shoham will be here to talk about how Sophie and Jacob endured their odyssey, and what he hopes the film can teach us about the refugee crisis today. But first, here's what's making news elsewhere in Canada right now. The Centre for Israel and Jewish Affairs has sent congratulations to Mary Simon. She's Canada's new Governor-General, and her appointment was announced on Tuesday. Simon is the first Inuk person to hold the job. Sija also sent out a mazel tov to Israel's newly sworn-in president, Isaac Herzog. They wished him strength and wisdom, and they noted his family's long-standing ties to Canada. Meanwhile, in COVID news, if you haven't been vaccinated yet, several Jewish organizations are teaming up to host a vaccine clinic on Sunday in Toronto at 4600 Bathurst Street. That's the headquarters of UJA Federation in Toronto. And they're doing it together with the Humber River Hospital, with Sunnybrook Hospital, with Hutzola, Toronto, and Share Shemayim. It's not a walk-in, you have to register, and it's for first and second doses. The link is in our show notes. <laughs> Over a quarter of a million Romanian Jews died during the Holocaust after the right-wing government of General Ioan Antonescu joined the Nazi Axis Alliance from 1941 to 1944. 
But even before that, life for Jews in Romania was dangerous. Max Schoham's great-grandparents managed to escape, and the amazing story of how they met, what they endured, and how they forged a new life in the Jewish state is now being showcased on CBC Gem. Max joins me now from Montreal, where he's finished his first year studying film at Concordia University. This is sort of the, the next step in the journey of this animated film, eight minutes, 49 seconds. Yeah. But how did it get its start? Okay, um, so for a long time, I had really wanted to make a film about my family history and especially this story of my great grandparents who met as refugees of the Holocaust. And um, when I was in grade 11, it was Passover. Um, uh, and it, I thought it would be a great opportunity to make a documentary. So I took my camera on the plane, went to Philadelphia, where my grandparents currently live. And uh, at the Seder, I shot, I shot the Seder. Uh, I shot several multi-hour interviews with uh, many of my family members and um, pieced together several interviews that uh, talked about the story of Sophie and Jacob, who are my great-grandparents. Great Both of them ha have passed away. But uh, those interviews I was trying to make an experimental documentary that would cover the story of how they met and uh, how uh, I come from the lineage of refugees, um, kind of in an attempt to drum up some empathy for refugees who I feel are the people most left behind in the world. Uh, of course, they are homeless. Many of them are nameless. Many of them are reduced to just statistics and numbers. And um, in this world, it is becoming more and more relevant every year. Um, Especially uh, looking at our future, of course, the climate crisis is going to create even more, even more of a pronounced refugee crisis. And uh, I just want to live in a world where we can be more empathetic to all refugees. So it began as this documentary, but then slowly shifted to become an animated narrative. Tell us a little bit about the actual, um, the reality of what happened and what the ship was and the dates. Sure, I can like fill you in on some broad strokes. Uh, they left. They left in 1939 um, on a very crowded cargo ship called the Astir, um, and uh, the it was used, I believe, for cattle or um, it was used for it was an animal cargo ship before they had uh, passengers, and uh, it was filthy and uh, extremely um, congested. And originally, the, sh the, uh, the ship was just going to go to Palestine and drop everyone off, but it was turned around by the British authorities, who were very anti-Semitic, and uh, had a uh, quota on how many Jews they could accept into their each of their countries at the time. And my great-grandparents, Sophie and Jacob, were another uh, victim of this cruelty. So the Astir was set adrift through the Mediterranean, uh, where it kind of bounced across the coasts and was sent around again and again from different ports until they were finally rescued. In the middle of it, they were torpedoed. So I'm extremely unclear on how uh, real that part is. Um, there was an explosion on board and there were spies for the Nazis. And I do believe at some point there was like an attempted bombing, but I kind of just mashed all of those together and took some enormous creative liberties to make it kind of concise and come together in the film. 
So what do your family, what does your family think about it? Everybody's seen it, all the relatives. You have a big wide family of lots of descendants of Sophie and Jacob. Have they all seen it? They've all seen it. And uh, I got a really warm response from them, especially my grandparents. Uh, honestly, making this film brought me closer to them than I have been in a long time. Um, they showed it, my, my grandfather showed it to his synagogue on Zoom during the pandemic, which was uh, very heartwarming for me. And uh, it just, it was just a really lovely bonding um, experience for me and my uh, Jewish family. So what was their life like when they finally got to Israel? They had a very quiet and peaceful life and um, started a really massive, lovely family. And it's kind of a happy, it's just a happy, quiet story. Um, they, uh, like, uh, Yaakov was a uh, jeweler, I believe. And uh, they lived very happily, I think, near Haifa, if I recall. Yes. So did they uh, lose all their relatives in the, in the Holocaust after they escaped from Romania? What do you know about that? Um, I, it, my family is extremely unclear on how many people died. And I've only heard, like, rough estimates, but... Uh, I believe most of their family died in the Holocaust. These, you know, there's two kinds of survivors usually, right? There's those who talk about it and those who never talk about it. Yeah. You didn't know them, but from your grandfather, did was he? Did they talk about it to him and their ch other children? I don't think they did. Um, the stories that have passed down, like a lot of the reason I don't know much about their story other than some superficial, like other than lots of superficial details, we didn't pass on that many details. We had the broad strokes, but I didn't hear that many specificities. It didn't seem like they talked about it much, which is understandable. It's very traumatic, but, uh, I, and, but that's okay. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to Rosalie Waller in Thornhill, Ontario. She liked our interviews with Charles Bronfman last week on his 90th birthday and with Professor Erwin Kotler about anti-Semitism. If you haven't heard those, you should check them out. Now, there is another Jewish director you should look for on the CBC Gem Future of Film Showcase. That's Vancouver's Nisha Platzer, and her film is called Tulips Are My Father's Favorite Flower. We'll end this episode with another clip from Max Shoham's film, Sophie and Jacob. Throw our documents overboard. Who will take Jewish refugees? No one wants us. Denied again and again. Homeless, nameless, we wander. 